All right, welcome back to Project Recalibration. I'm your host, Chris Zapetta, and this is episode eight, day eight. All right, so as usual, I like to get straight to the point of what today's episode is going to be. Today, I'm actually going to switch things up just a little bit more. I'm tweaking it. I'm trying to make each episode better. Um, kind of just, I've been listening to every single podcast and kind of just, you know, reviewing how can I improve? How can I improve? And I noticed that when I do the three topics, I like the idea of the three topics, but I also noticed that I kind of like get lost in between three different types of topics. So I'm going to start narrowing it down to one topic with three points, uh, because quite honestly, there's, there's a lot of growth for every single thing I'm working on right now. I can always have something to share because there's always something new daily, thankfully, And with that said, today's podcast is going to be centered around um, right now. I am building a business in a new city where I know nobody other than my wife and her family. Well, now I know a whole lot of people, but, you know, I moved over here not knowing anybody. And I kind of want to share how that process has been going, because realistically, I began working insurance around May of this year, April of this year. Sorry, but. What I'm going to be talking about today is going to be that, you know, um, what I'm doing, three things that I'm doing that are helping me currently with my business. And yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully you can gain some value out of this and, uh, you know, share some of the, the struggles and not just struggles, but also the, the wins uh, as an entrepreneur that I'm having. So with that said, I'm going to start with. One, which is surrounding myself with people who are doing well in my industry. I'm building my network for this industry, not just agents, not just agency owners, not just uh, underwriters, not just sales, sales, uh, territory sales managers. I'm, I'm trying to do all that and then also acquaint myself with other businesses that are outside of what I'm doing. So like, you know, I do insurance, but maybe that business cuts lawns or maybe they fix ACs, whatever it is. So I can build myself a nice referral network of businesses. I trust businesses I use that are locally owned that I could recommend to people that I'm maybe helping with their policies or people that I run into in the streets that I hear like, because often I run, I run these people that need help finding the right business to go to. And I usually know one or two to suggest so that they don't have to struggle. And I, I tend to know a lot of great businesses. And so th- that that's always very helpful for people. You know, like I, I like helping people. And if I can connect them to the service that's going to provide everything they're looking for, then I feel really good about that because it costs me nothing, but it helps them and the business that's locally owned. And so that's what I've been really, really like focused on right now. Um, I, I've been able to make some amazing connections. Um, they're helping me out. I have some referral partners in place now. It's been a long process. It's hard when you're new into the game, um, at least with insurance from what I've seen, because a lot of these carriers won't take you serious if you've never done insurance. A lot of these agents may not take you serious, uh, but that's okay because at the end of the day, I don't want to work with them once I'm doing very well because they'll also probably gonna they're they're also probably likely the kind of people that would try to take 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 and not give 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 um but again i i I surfaced i i searched through it all and i was able to find amazing people 
Um, and fortunately, they're like eager to help. Like they, they said, you know, somebody early on in my career paid attention to me. They guided me. They helped me get on this path that I am on today that they helped me achieve the success that I achieved. And I always like to pay it forward. Right now, I actually have maybe about four or five agents with over 25 years of experience that are just ready to help. Any question, I can call them. I can I can ask for help. I can ask for guidance. I can ask which industry, which uh, which company should I go with for this type of client? This this and this is um, their profile. This is what it looks like, and they guide. They'll take the time. They literally will sit down, take the time out of their day to help guide me, a new guy in the industry. And I, I will say I feel absolutely blessed because God blessed me with the idea, the intention and the desire to go out and meet these people, regardless of what was put in my way, regardless of how many people told me no, I've been able to find them. And it was hard at first, too, because all the no's I was getting, they're kind of making me like, well, I don't know if I should ask this person, you know, like I've already said no. Like, what if they get weird about it? Cause some people got weird about it. And I was just kind of letting that fear get in my way. So I wasn't asking for help anymore. And that was getting me nowhere real fast. Um, and fi- finally I, I started making connections and it's been, it's been wonderful. Um, I think seeing, surrounding myself with people who are succeeding at a level that I, that I want to succeed in this business is ultimately going to help me elevate, right? At least that's what some of these uh, people that I'm listening to, some of my digital mentors are saying, right? Like Andy Frisella, uh, Ed Milet, Grant Cardone, Tony Robbins. doesn't matter. You listen to any of these elite guys, they're always saying who you surround yourself with will determine the type of success that you end up with. And I'm trying to surround myself with people who are succeeding in the endeavor that I'm in, you know, that I'm after right now. So I'm not, I'm not done searching. I'm not done adding to my network, but right now I'm off to a great start. And I, I honestly can say that's, that's definitely helped propel me. It's, it got me education for, for free. You know, I, I have two, uh, two, eight, two, I guess at this point, they're no longer like agents selling. Now they're like principals and uh, vice presidents in their agency. Um, and, and I work closely with this agency actually. And the, these two gentlemen, um, you know, they're, they're, they were kind enough to not just suggest a course for me to take, to learn more about commercial lines. And it was a $2,000 course. They were kind enough to actually pay for it. Like who does that? Not many people do, but when you go out, when you search, you look, you find you very likely can receive if you ask. And I didn't ask them to pay for anything. It was something that they took initiative on their own because they want to see me succeed. That, it touched my heart. It it motivated me. It really inspired me to, you know, just keep pushing forward and never really accept no. Never really be afraid of no. Like, you'll miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. So I've been taking every single shot that I can and, you know, I'm, I'm actually hitting, you know, and the, the accuracy is really well. So I'm, I'm, I'm blessed for that. That's something that I highly recommend. I did that when I had the tire shop, I went around, talked to a bunch of different tire shops, talked to the different tire sellers. Um, I, I asked, I asked help like, Hey, you know, you guys are wholesaling tires to all these businesses. What are the best businesses that you're doing, that you're selling to doing? Like what's helping them succeed? What's helping them get the largest orders from you. Like, you know, you don't get to that level by accident. There's got to be something. And if you're around that business, then you probably see it. Right. So 
I would ask them all the time and they would they would they would tell me because ultimately they want to see you succeed because if you succeed you're going to be a better client for them right all the way around that's how it works it doesn't matter what business you're in it's about relationships it's about how can you help somebody without expecting anything back how can you be helpful because as long as you're helpful it comes back maybe you're not going to get something back from that person you helped but Somebody else in the universe is going to be brought to you and they're going to be the ones that help you when you need it, right? So I'm always trying to give and fortunately because I give, 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 there's always somebody that's willing to give, 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 give here and a lot of people really ignore that. They don't really try to build a network around their industry that they're you know building a business in. So I, I've been doing that. It's helped me. It's been, it's continued to help me. And it's it's got me set up really, really nicely with mentors, guidance, referrals, and mastermind. I get to share ideas. Once I start doing extremely well to the point where somebody's asking me for help, I can share what's helping me with the other agents. And we can just help each other be better. So that's why I think... Working on my network has not only been beneficial for the short term, it's going to be beneficial for the long term and it's enjoyable. You know, everything's fun when you work with people you enjoy. And fortunately, I get to pick who I work with, both from the customer side and from the, I guess, business side, because, you know, I get to partner up with different types of people in that in my industry. I, I, I don't just like it's not just a one man operation. It's a big operation where if I can connect as many people as possible to be partnered up with me in a way, you know, I help you in a way, you help me in a way, it's 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 golden. Because then when they when I can't help them, I know somebody in my network that can. And they appreciate that even more because that's the extra mile, right? But I can't do that without a network. <laughs> that's huge right now for me. So moving on to item number two. I'm learning every single day about my industry. Um, I may not know everything right now because I'm new. I, I started, I got licensed for property and casualty back in January. I started studying in December. I've been studying heavy. Like, you know, I never wanted to go back to school, but I've been doing more schooling than I did my entire life in this whole year. All I've been doing is learning, 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 honing my craft, practicing, um, getting out there, you know, asking questions anticipating the questions that my clients are going to ask. Like I start learning, how can I, who is my ideal client? First of all, that's, that's a big thing I've been trying to learn. And fortunately I've, I've narrowed it down now, thanks to the guidance that I received from my network and, you know, interpersonal because inside of me, I don't know. I don't know if that was the right word. Sorry. But within me, not interpersonal, but within me, I was able to find who I want to work with like what are characteristics am I looking for for the client because I don't want to have a headache I don't want to be stressed I don't want to have to pretend to be nice like you know I'm not I'm not fit for everybody everybody's not fit for me sooner that I came to terms with that the better because you know what's going to be the number one killer for me and my business is working with people that I don't want to work with and that's why finding my ideal client is important how can I understand that client better how can I help them solve their problems that they're facing. You know, like I, I'm in the I'm in the industry where I have to help clients find risks that they're being exposed to 
minimize those risks, manage those risks, and also try to make it as affordable as possible to be covered in case any of those risks happen to become, you know, they happen to come to fruition and now you're, at, you're facing a potentially chaotic moment in your business that the carrier that's insuring you is going to be there to indemnify and keep your business alive while you recover. And that's a big responsibility. So I'm very much invested more so into being as valuable as I possibly can for my client instead of just trying to be as, how can I put it? It's a numbers game in the insurance in the insurance industry. And I'm not trying to be half-assed when it comes to my clients. Like everybody tells me, a lot of people have told me, oh, well, you should just sell anyways. You should go out and prospect. Well, why am I going to go out and prospect when I'm not that valuable? I have been prospecting. I have clients. They are being referred. I have referrals coming in. I have, um, I'm actually doing very well with my networking at this point. But early on, all I was focused on is how can I become more and more valuable for my clients? And now that I have clients, now that I'm actually working within with, uh, you know, different businesses and, you know, different individuals as well, it, it really helps me to just keep learning. So when I do have that new client come in, well, all right, how can I learn about their business specifically? You know, how, how can I help this business outside of just insurance? How can I bring more value here? Can I, can I see any ways that I could potentially help them? in a way they don't expect me to help. And all of that there, you know, has been excellent for my confidence because when I go in somewhere, I speak with confidence now because I know that I'm bringing value to the table. I'm not just half-assing my education. I'm not half-assing what I'm learning here. I'm not trying to just make money off of you. You can't smell commission breath from me because I'm not after the commission. And when I come in with that kind of conviction, it's hard to be afraid of a no. Because if they say no, like, hey, you're missing out. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep struggling with your insurance policy. I don't need to be a part of that struggle if you don't want to appreciate when value comes to you. So now I'm like, okay, if they say no, they're saying no to themselves. Am I still going to try to get that? Yes. Yeah, I always, I, I'm not going to just take no for an answer unless I want them to say no because I don't really want them as a client, right? That's a different scenario, but that's far in between. Not too common. And when, when, when I am actually working with somebody that I, that I want to bring into my book of business, that type of belief in what I'm bringing to them, it also helps me kind of present the whole, the whole package in a way that they can understand. Because again, I'm always learning as much as I possibly can every single day about this industry, about my clients. And how do you learn? You pay attention. Don't talk that much. You go out and do. And when, I, when, when I'm speaking to the clients, paying attention, learning about them, it's, it's really hard for them to say no when they see the difference in how I act, how I carry myself, what I know, what I don't know, and how I respond with what I don't know. And how resourceful I am at finding the things that I don't know out. And yeah, it's been it's been wonderful. I, I highly recommend getting as educated as possible on your industry because the more you know about your industry, the more ahead you're going to be from your competition. There's always competition. So 
how do you differentiate yourself from the herd that is often extremely similar to one another? Industry knowledge that you apply. Lastly, that's number two. Number three, I am new in this industry. This is a new business for me. I wanted to, I I could try to just build it and focus solely on paying our bills with whatever that insurance business is paying us, right? So like if I go out, produce, 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 which I am producing, I'm just not touching the money because I made that mistake once. Uh, when we went to the, t- when, when my wife and I had the tire shop, we didn't have another income. All we had was the tire shop. And so instead of letting all the money be reinvested back into the business so that I can start replacing myself in certain roles and focus on what I know how to do best, which is build a business, build relationships, build clientele, service. If if I had been able to just focus fa- uh, mainly on that sooner, the business could have been better. I wouldn't have had to lose my income when I sold everything, right? Because if I had focused on simply putting money back, money back, money back, reinvesting, 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 hiring people to do the work so that when I'm not there, it's still producing. If I had built that business that way, I would have had an income still to this day from that business. And because I like to learn from my mistakes and a lot of these people who I'm learning from right now or my mentors are telling me, hey, don't pay yourself yet. As tough as it may be, weather the storm. That's what we're doing. We're weathering the storm right now currently and it's not difficult and I'll tell you why. One big thing that I saw the advantage of doing is, look, I don't want to touch this money. How can I do it? Because at the end of the day, I still have bills. You know, we all, my wife and I still have bills. We, we pay for our rent. We pay for our car. We pay for our insurance. We pay for everything, food. We have dogs. We have a baby on the way. How can we do all this, you know, without, without getting stressed out, without worrying, without being scared? Well, on the weekends, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I decided, what if I start driving Uber? It's flexible. If I don't feel like working that weekend because I got something else to do, maybe another commitment in regards to the insurance business, I don't have to explain myself to anybody. I just log off the app, do what I need to do, handle it, and then I'll log back in, continue my weekend, right? That's one key factor that's been helping us stay afloat, build our business right, continue educating myself, and having time to just go out and meet people prospecting and some people agree some people don't it's okay everybody's got their own opinion but the big the big people that i want to be like that i've shared my my kind of my my entire plan with they tell me that i'm on the right path and that's the voice i'm listening to i'm not gonna listen to the people that tell me i'm fucking up unless they have a valid reason that proves that i'm doing that right but when they hear my game plan, when they hear how I'm going about things, they're like, dude, like, just stay on that path. Don't deviate. As long as you stay like this, it's going to be you're, you're not going to believe the level of success you have. Only time will tell, right? But I meet people with Uber. We pay our bills with Uber. It's extremely flexible on Uber. 
and I got to know the city very well. You know, that's one big thing I want to definitely credit so far for Uber and how it's been helping me on the weekends. Not just with money, the fact that I now know more about this city, more about the geographics, not just Phoenix, not just Tempe, but like Mesa, Chandler, uh, Gilbert, Glendale, Peoria, Paradise Valley, Scottsdale, uh, Goodyear, um, Buckeye, Tolleson, Avondale. Like the list goes on and on. I've been all over the place. Apache Junction. Like I'm getting to know my market while I'm getting paid. And it's just invaluable in my opinion. I can't put a value on this. Like the money, it's decent. It's not going to be a life-changing amount. Fortunately, my wife and I live a pretty modest life, so we don't need to make thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars every single month just to pay our bills like we live a modest life so it allows us to have our freedom to spend our days together it allows us to make sure we have time for each other and it allows us to have time to build our business all while bringing all these extra pieces of value to the table so is it for everybody no i i i kind of get irked Sometimes I, I bring people into this car. They don't respect your car. And a lot of the a lot of Uber passengers, they're just kind of like careless about your investment. Like I have a nice, it's not like a nice luxury car, but it's a nice car. Everybody, for the most part, I want to say maybe seven out of 10 passengers that get inside the car, they're happy. They compliment me. Wow, this car's so clean. Wow, this car's really nice. Wow, this is this is one of the most comfortable rides I've ever had with Uber. Like they always have something nice to say. Well, seven times out of 10 uh, on average, right? But that doesn't always mean that they respect the car because I'll find trash. I'll find my seats get dirty. It's ridiculous. Like some people will come in here full of dust and literally leave an imprint of dust on the seats. Um, they'll bring drinks in here, spill. Some, uh, fortunately, nobody spilled any. I make sure that I'd let them know, hey, put on the cup holder, leave it there. You're not drinking while you're inside this car because, you know, it's my car. If you don't like it, find another ride. You can request one. I can cancel it. You won't get charged. But it's just that part right there. If you really care about your car, if you're attached to your car, if your car is your baby, Uber would drive you crazy. I'm just peaceful about it because I know at some point, once the baby comes, baby's probably going to mess up the seats more than him. So, like, you know, hey, until the baby comes, you guys, you guys are, you know, I have tolerance for you right now. And then after that, I I mean, I don't plan on driving Uber too long. I'm, you know, I'm hoping to not have to do that after our baby's born. That way I don't keep bringing people in here. It's just him. I can just have get the car seat back there and, and be happy with life. But, you know, until then, I, I, I got I to gotta pay the price so that we don't have to take any money from the insurance business. And with that said, these are some of the three things. These are three things that are currently helping us grow, that are currently helping, like, the business progress, get better. It's helping me grow professionally. It's helping me grow my network. All of those three things, although different, are actually intertwined pretty well. I'm, uh, I'm not sure if you if you noticed it. You know, I'm building my network. They're giving me advice on my plan. I'm following my plan. I'm paying my bills with my plan. And also, Uber helps me network. I'm, I've met millionaires in this car. 
Um, it like I I've met some. I've even met act uh, a voice actor from uh, Futurama, like uh, like, and, and some other shows. I know there's other shows, but Futurama was the one that I'm more familiar with that he mentioned. It's like it's incredible who you meet while you're driving around, and some of these people have became clients. Some you know I've tried to you know keep a little bit of a acquaintance friendship type of thing. So you know that right there in the long run I believe will pay off. And plus, since I'm learning, I'm trying to learn something new every day. What do I do while I'm driving from one client to the next? I got a podcast on, or I'm listening to an audiobook, or I'm also working on one of the most important things. When I'm in between a ride, and maybe I'm going to drive 15 minutes to go pick somebody up, what do I do? I have 15 minutes to call my mom. I have 15 minutes to call my dad. I have 15 minutes to call my wife. 15 minutes to call a friend, family member, anybody. You know, it could things can happen. So I'm, I started implementing these things right there as well because that time in between is wasted sometimes. So how can I maximize the time I'm spending in this car with more positive influence? And plus, once I started listening to the podcast, I'm not going to lie, I began to tolerate people a lot better in the backseat. You know, hey, as frustrating, as annoying, as inconsiderate, as as much as I hate it, when somebody does something back there, I'm able to move on forward, breathe, calm down, and just continue with my day. They get charged for any damage they do anyways, right? So take that breath, move on. I'm actually driving Uber right now. I do 12 hours Friday night to Saturday morning. I get my rest, work on work with clients. Once I wake up and everything, I have a time set aside for clients because Saturdays, it's more by appointment only. So I do that. I catch up on any work I need to do uh, from, from the week. Then I start driving again, do another 12 hours, wake up sometime during Sunday morning, do what I got to do all over again. And then I drive like six to eight hours, depending on the day. So typically, I'll drive 28 to 32 hours on the weekend. And then I have my whole week free to focus strictly on insurance. It's, it's been a blessing. It's not it's not always easy. You know, it's very hard. It's like basically every single day I'm working right now. But I also have the flexibility that I can go wherever I want. When I want, I don't have to do Uber. But you know, hey, it pays the bills. It keeps us going. It, it's fun. It's exciting. And I get to, I actually enjoy it. It's fun. I, I, I like the the interactions I get to have with some very successful people, not just with money, but, you know, some people give me advice on their relationships. Some people give me advice on, on uh, like, you know, uh, how can I put it? Not I don't want to say because career still sounds like money, but it's not just about making the most money in the career. It's like they give me advice about finding that fulfillment in your career, you know, and it's just overall, I speak to some interesting people. It's been great. With that said, these are three things I'm currently doing right now at the early stages in my business to get it up off the ground, build the foundation strong and make sure I have a legitimate business, not just being not just being a uh, self-employed individual down the road that's the goal. These are some of the things I'm doing. Hopefully, you know, maybe you get some, some, some uh, value out of this, or maybe you don't get any value. Maybe you think it's stupid, whatever you think, 
hey, you're entitled to your opinion. I'm not offended. This is episode eight, day eight of Project Recalibration. I'm your host, Chris Apetta. And these are three things that have been helping me build my business. I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day. Take care. May God bless you. And if you're in your own business endeavor right now, good luck with it. And hey, maybe we can connect. Uh, I may not write insurance for your type of industry. I focus more on like the automotive side of the of the insurance world. And so I'm not just looking to find anybody to work with. However, I think we can all learn something from each other. So hey, connect with me if that's something that you're into right now, just starting your business or something. I'd love to connect. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll talk soon.